This week's episode of the Sports Lords is brought to you by Pride Month. Brought to you by Goldman Sachs. Celebrate pride, but first, give us your money. And now it's time for the Sports Lords! <laughs> Ching, what's up, surfs? What's going on, surfs? Uh, ciao, bella. Another week, another dollar. Yeah, especially with that new sponsor, Goldman Sachs. Yeah, I mean, sports lords, we have connections everywhere. You know, good and bad. Good and bad. And look, you know, their money's good as anybody else's. And they're very woke. Apparently, they're yeah. on board with pride. So, I mean, yeah, which is great. I'm. You know, from us, the Lords, uh, happy pride to everyone out there who's going to be marching this weekend in New York City is the big parade. Is the parade this weekend? I believe so. Yes. Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. Yes. Um, Dang. So, yeah. So, yeah, it was a huge priority for us to link up with Goldman Sachs, who have been supporting the LGBTQ community for so long. Yeah. All these corporations on uh, on Twitter and various places are are very supportive apparently yeah uh, and have been doing a lot of good things i guess throughout well, the just, years just ask them they'll tell you or just this week yeah i maybe. mean they're saying they're doing stuff <laughs> so i have to assume they're really doing stuff and it's not just a ploy to get you to give them money yeah no. if they're putting the rainbow flag colors on their logo that means they're always they've always yeah. been supportive yeah, no, and they're it's not just they're an not advertising like co-opting it you know a social justice you know issue no they're anyway they would would definitely not doing that they would never do that they would never goldman sachs would never do anything wrong or anything to hurt anyone in this country only positive i think we can all agree on that they've never yeah (laughs) never ever (laughs) ever ever done anything wrong (laughs) and will never do anything wrong again if they maybe made a mistake in the past exactly and that's why we're partnered with them because we you know we have high standards here on sports lords yeah just look at our guests that have come on we only choose the best people (laughs) yeah and i put i put goldman sachs right up there with patrick ewing's feminine products Mm -hmm. for sure as Mm -hmm. far as things that i'm proud to be associated with. yeah which or bazungas.com even (laughs) thank you because bazungas.com is is probably like 1a for me it's yeah 1a top of the list for yeah. me personally, if if I have to go, it's like Rico's drive through spaghetti. It just has a, a it's like a smaller business I know, but it has like a such a stronghold in my heart. Sure, I mean that that makes total sense. It's great spaghetti, and I love eating spaghetti in a car. <laughs> yeah, hey, drive me to the nearest computer and let me give Goldman Sachs some money, and I'm going to Ancestry dot com, and I'm happy. Just some of the great sponsors. We've had a lot of great ones. Yeah. But um what a week. Yeah. So much stuff. Uh where to begin? Well, I was gonna say we could begin with something that I think uh we missed last week. Um 
which is an update of the softball league that has begun oh boy. for both uh for both of you guys. Oh man, do we have to? No. Well, I we will. We 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 do, Kevin. This will be it's, good for both of us just to like get it out. Say this stuff out loud, yeah. Okay. Well, I I can start at yeah, least describing sure, my sure. experience and then you can go into the actual game what does that sound good? Sounds e- great. Yeah, because you're the newbie. Great. I'm the newbie, and I'll just say, the um, rook. I'm the rook on the squad. I was uh, hazed. No, I wasn't. Everybody was very nice. Um, this is probably my sixth uh, softball game ever in my entire life. And let's say I've had, let's say I've had like ten to twelve at bats. Uh, we'll say fifteen at bats over those games. And I'm pretty positive every single at bat has resulted in a ground ball to shortstop or third base. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened last week for me. Well, you're a pull hitter. Right? I'm a natural pull hitter. Yeah. Um, and so they had the shift set for you. They, <laughs> they got my scouting report and they had an aggressive shift. Yeah. They brought the second baseman over. Um, so they were ready for me. So I went 0 for 2. Uh, but I did reach base on a fielder's choice. Hell yeah. Second at bat. So that was thrilling. Didn't score, but, mm. but, but anyway, that's not your fault. That's the bad. Sure as hell isn't my fault. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but you know, it was great to be back out on the diamond. Um, but the actual game itself, I'll let Kevin get into the details of that. It was, it was rough. It was rough. Okay. This one is not going to be fun for me, but, uh, so yeah, Jimmy, we had Jimmy on. We had a couple people who were uh, came back from last season, including myself, and then a bunch of newbies on our team. But everyone seemed cool, it was good vibes, and everyone we, was super nice. Yeah, yeah, warming up. Then we see the team we're playing, and it's first of all, bad sign is they all have jerseys already. Like, yeah, they they don't. Like, we had the jerseys that the league gave, like, T-shirts, you know, that were the same color the league just gave us. So we were, like, putting those on. These, this team showed up all. They already got their jerseys ready to go. They're kind of, I think they had, like, softball pants, too. Some of them did. Yeah. And they had, they, it seemed like everybody on the team had their own bat. They had like over a dozen bats. We yeah. We had like three. Between yeah. Our, Last like, season. Yeah, that's always a bad sign. When a yeah. team shows up in like uniforms they've paid to have made yeah yeah and they all have their own individual equipment that's not shared yeah yeah and then here's the other bad sign they were all women (laughs) (laughs) um no they were they were all women um that's uh they and they clearly i would say probably like 80% 80% of that team had serious softball experience. Yeah. And uh, they they just played the game like at the speed like a college softball team plays. Yeah. And uh, they were there to win. They were there to win with big a capital time. W. And no fun. No. Yeah, it wasn't was, about fun for them. And just to take you through some of the lows of this game. Uh so we everyone goes out to the field and the guy who's like the captain was like somebody want to pitch and nobody like pitching is not the most fun in softball because whatever it's fun but I was like it's batting practice yeah. basically so I was just like 
sure, I'll do it. Like, I'll pitch the first inning. And it's really hard to throw, like, a actual strike in softball. But I was throwing all hittable pitches, but they were just taking walk after walk after walk. Mm, yeah. Gamesmanship. Yeah. Because you start in with the, the shittiest way. Yeah, you start with a 2-1 count. So it only takes two balls oh. to walk somebody. And to get a strike, it has to hit this small piece of rubber behind the plate. So it's almost impossible to like pitch a strike. Yeah, it's really difficult. Uh, and so they clearly came with the strategy of like take, especially our crappier players. Like, don't even bother swinging because uh, you'll easily draw a walk. And then one of our sluggers will come out and just like slam one into the gap and yeah. drive all you guys in. And that's exactly what they did. So first inning I pitch and they mercy rule us six runs. You can only score six runs per inning, but it just took so long because these games, because it's New York city and like there are a lot of people who want to get on those fields in a limited amount of time game can only be 45 minutes. And I feel like we only got to like the third or fourth inning because they, yeah, just, we, we got to the fourth inning I almost didn't get my second at bat. Yeah. I was like the third or second to last batter in the entire game with my second at bat. Yeah. Because they, I don't know, what the final score was like 16 to 4 or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. And I popped out and then I had my first strikeout because I just ran up. I mean, here's my excuse is she actually pitched a no look like a no swing strike on me. Yeah. It's like, well, now I got to swing at the next one. And I had like a really short bat that I just grabbed cuz we didn't have bats. Yeah. And I like swung and I was like, I can't believe I just struck out. And then uh the final thing was I was playing first base and I ran to tag first and I just collided with this woman. Like pretty violent collision and I it was her fault. Like I was like running and fielding and trying to throw to Jimmy at home plate. And then, and then I heard her complaining about it to the first base coach. And I turned cause she didn't think I could hear. Her, and I was like, it was a mistake. Like I was fielding the ball and she, she was like, Oh no, no, I wasn't. Blah, blah, blah. I was, there's bad blood. It was yeah, bad vibes. Was a lot of bad vibes. Yeah. We, we had a married couple on our team, very nice, and their two sons were there. They were probably like seven and nine or something like that. Yeah, they were fun. You know, they're just oh, like we forgot around. about this. And uh, one of them was like throwing a ball <laughs> up in the air during the game. Kevin, I, I didn't even see. I this. witnessed Kevin, this. Yeah. So yeah, these kids were in our dugout, and one of them threw the ball up, and it went over like the dugout fence into the field. Like at the same time as one of their players was rounding first, and I was playing first, but she was rounding first on a double, and the first base coach saw the ball, and instead of like pick it up or something, she goes get that shit off the field and yells at this kid, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> like I know it's like kind of dangerous if someone slips on that, but like that's a child. Yeah. Also, softballs. I mean, softballs are famously very small, and you can't see them. Right. And they're um, never, like, bright neon colors. No, no. They're never. very tiny. Yeah. So, you know, it is very dangerous. dangerous. Yeah. So. <laughs> it sounds, I, like, really, like, a lot of fun, guys. Yeah. This was not so fun. Just to, yeah, just to sort of sum it up in a way is uh, two teams approaching this game at very different levels or different, yeah. um, taking it. 
Yeah, because my whole thing seriously. is we all paid to be in this league. I I will never take a walk. Yeah, I'm always going to take swings because I'm here to hit the ball. Right, you only get like two chances a game. Yeah, exactly. The same thing happened to me though. My last at bat, I was like, you know, I'll take the first pitch because maybe I can draw a walk. Yeah, and we can give them some of their own medicine. And she just dropped it in the, like perfect <laughs> strike. I was like, oh shit, okay, well now I have to swing at everything. Yeah, as they, an outside observer who wasn't there, this all sounds like the beginning of a movie. <laughs> where you will face them again in the championship game. <laughs> I hope so. And find a way to win or yeah. get blown out, but yeah. do something crazy. Yeah, I hope we do face them again because I do want us to employ the aggressive, the walking strategy, even though I hate it. I would Only like to against give them. them. Yeah, exactly. Only against them. Give them a taste of their own medicine because it, it, yeah, it, it sucked all, all the fun out of it. It man. was. Well, it's also like because first game you're usually like gelling with your team getting to know each other right and usually the other team is sort of doing the same thing but this game yeah they all knew each other right they all were like ex-teammates yeah. or something and it was like this was completely different yeah because on our side it was all like hey how's it going i'm jimmy oh you know like we got all... two jimmies on the team we by got the way. two jimmies oh nice yeah um they called me fake jimmy because my name's actually James, and I guess the other Jimmy's name is just Jimmy. Yeah. So, if anything, that's the weird one. Yeah. Thank you. It is. Uh, but in his defense, uh, I think he's Chinese or something. And yeah. I Korean, think, oh, maybe. Korean. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So I think, I think a lot of times Korean and Chinese people will just pick an American name. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is, you know. But all that cool. to say. He uh or yeah, we were just like it was that. We were just like getting to know each other and like, oh, this would be fun, right? Softball, am I right, you guys? Yeah. And the other team was like, We're here to fucking win. Yeah. At all costs. Well, there's high stakes in this league. Yeah. It's a rec yeah, exactly. league out here in Brooklyn, you know? So it's like you gotta it's very high stakes. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to hear it. Hopefully you guys can bounce back tomorrow night. Yeah, and uh, or at least just bounce back in the fun aspect. If yeah, if anything, exactly. That's all. You know, we got a pretty good squad, so I think there were a couple people. You know, first game, it's always going to happen. A couple people end up out there in positions they have no business being in. Yeah, they can't really catch or throw. Uh, mm. so hopefully we'll remedy that. We'll find a way to put those people in spots where they can't do a lot of damage, and we'll have fun. Yeah. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Because everything else in the world is bad. So that's true. You got to have some fun somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. If um, you can't have fun at softball, you should just blow your fucking brains out. Careful what you wish for. Because <laughs> uh, you just spent 10 minutes describing exactly well, not that. Having fun. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh, no. um, but something that I thought was fun last week was the NBA draft. Oh, Especially yeah. for our Atlanta Hawks. For sure. They had a great draft, I thought. They did. Um, um, yeah, I didn't know much about uh, the guy they got with the fourth pick. DeAndre, DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter. Uh, I vaguely remembered him from watching the NCAA tournament, but the night of the draft, I watched some of his highlights, and I was like, holy shit, this guy is good. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. Good. Yeah. He's uh He's going to be immediately, I think, probably the best defensive player on the Hawks. Yeah, which isn't saying a lot because the Hawks were one of the worst defensive teams right. last year. But um, but this kid is long. He's 
defense college defensive player of the year in the whole country last year yeah. and the ACC. Um, and he was still, even though he's like, that's what he's known for. He was still like the playmaker for UVA. He's like 27 points in the national yeah. championship game. Like he was their stud uh, and just like scoring from all over the place and hitting threes. And I'm excited. I'm excited to see him uh, line up on the, on the team. A lot of people are like, he's like the next Kawhi Leonard or whatever. It's like, slow down. He still yeah. just hasn't played a game yet. Right. He projects to be that type of player where he can yeah. play both defense and offense. Right. But let's not, yeah, let's not get Hold carried away. Horses, folks. I mean, even with Zion, like I think Zion's like amazing, but I'm also like, let's slow down a little bit. I and wait to see when he's actually playing against grown men. Yeah, I agree because. Uh, when you look at like the list of like the last ten or fifteen first overall picks, you realize realize how many stinker or not stinkers, but just like guys who turned into like average players. Right. Like it's not always a sure thing. So I mean, granted, we know Zion was amazing his one season at Duke, but like, yeah, I don't know. You never know what what kind of player he's going to turn into. Like, There's always guys like that that are amazing in college. Yeah, and maybe you know, and he. The thing is, like, the expectation level is so high because he could still be just, like, a really good player, but if he's not the next LeBron James, right. people are going to be like, he was a bust. Yeah, exactly. Like, not necessarily. Like, yeah, you, you guys hyped him up too much. He's had a, a good player. Have a great career yeah. and be fine and not be a trend. But he might also still at the same time be yeah. that amazing player. We don't know. But then it was cool that the Hawks, you know, we're going to focus on the Hawks a little bit. They got DeAndre Hunter. I thought it was really funny that all these like uh, diehard, true-blooded Lakers fans on Twitter were like, holy shit, we got DeAndre Hunter? I had no idea they were even looking at him. Oh, really? And it's like, oh, yeah, you guys are diehards, huh? You don't yeah, even realize right. that you your pick has been traded, traded that, yeah. twice now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, gotta love it. And then at number 10, uh, the Hawks ended up getting Cam Reddish, who fell yeah. all the way to 10, which is kind of awesome, too. Yeah, because people say he might have the highest ceiling out of like anybody in the draft. Yeah, That's they what say he said. might yeah. be better in the NBA than yeah. in college. Yeah, because coming out of high school, I think he was of the three Duke guys, Zion, Williamson, RJ Barrett and Cam Reddish. I think coming out of high school at first, Cam Reddish was the guy everyone was like, this is the top dog of this class. Yeah. He's the everything. And then it turned into RJ, and Zion was never the guy until the season actually started. Uh -huh. And it was just like, holy fuck, what right. is this? Yeah. So it's you never know. Yeah, he could be he could be real good. I and, mean, they're all nineteen. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot barely that legal. <laughs> oh, that's why I watch. <laughs> Easy. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, that's college in general. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and then they picked up some guys later in the draft that I think will will also be pretty good and 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 helpful. They basically picked up an ACC All Star team. Yeah, and now the core of the Atlanta Hawks is all under I think twenty one years and under, and crazy. they all are looking. Uh, you know, they all have super high ceilings and yeah. projected to be a pretty pretty fun team. A lot of people are saying they're going to be the league pass darlings, meaning like people will buy league pass just to watch this team because they're gonna be fun to watch yeah. they might not win yeah a ton of games but they're gonna be fun to watch right and in like two or three years they could be real oh yeah good yeah that's the thing in a few years it could be yeah it could be a team yeah. a, a real serious contender yeah and the draft was nuts i thought it was uh i thought a lot of cool outfits 
Sure. Um, Bull Bowls sticks out. I saw the that spider one. Yeah, suit. yeah, his spider web on his suit. And he dropped a ton. Yeah. Uh, that's Manute Bull's son, who's like 7'3", but can dribble and shoot like a guard. Yeah. Um, but he only weighs like 200 pounds. Yeah. So he's like, like literally he weighs, I think, 208 pounds. Yeah. So he's like bone thin. And he broke his foot in college this past year and it's an injury that's like really hard to recover from so teams were scared but if he pans out denver may have stolen Mm -hmm. an amazing player uh my biggest winner of the night was jackson hayes who's a center for texas that was drafted by the pelicans because he had a sideshow bob chain from the simpsons that was the the, the coolest thing i saw Uh all night because he kind of looks like sideshow bob he's Uh, got the big hair okay yeah but it was like hell yeah man embrace that yeah (laughs) Yeah, um, and New York, the Knicks got uh, R.J. Barrett, got their guy. Yeah, so that's one piece they have. They still, they're still, you know, they've still got some big holes to fill there. It seems like they're kind of giving up on trying to sign the big guys after KD got hurt. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying they won't because they might, but it it seems like they're sort of embracing the idea of like, yeah, we got to build with young guys. Yeah, kind of like the way the Atlanta did it and the way yeah. Golden State did it. Until they got KD. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. A lot of young a lot of young boys' dreams came true. And that's the one cool thing. Like I forget who it was that was talking about it, where it's like we all kinda like most of the time just like, oh, these are like millionaires making millions and billions for other billionaires and that's all that sports is. But when you watch a draft and you see like the kids with like their parents like break down and like yeah. see their dreams come true, it's like, oh, that's kind of cool yeah these guys sure. really are doing something that i'll never do yeah <laughs> yeah and be happy <laughs> you don't know that you might make i might get drafted game. next year i don't know i'll yeah. try again i mean i still think all three of us could be off the bench three-point specialists you know yeah if you need one out of 15 threes hit <laughs> <laughs> uncontested i'm your guy for any team out there if you're looking for someone who has six fouls and just you need to you need some someone to foul a guy with the yeah. ball i'm your yeah. man i'll foul yeah. anyone <laughs> yeah i'll happily run into a game and and draw f- and yeah, pick can, up a foul i can do that i can fart um <laughs> my farts are pretty good weapon for me that's my main skill. Yeah, it, it, it clears out a la- the lane. <laughs> They're sending in O'Connell to clear out the lane. <laughs> and the rebound is secured. The patented gas attack led by O'Connell. Uh, here comes Cobbs. He's hitting 7% from three-point range. <laughs> but he's due. He's 0 for 14. <laughs> this next one's going in. <laughs> Um, so yeah, maybe we'll get drafted next year. Yeah, maybe we should try out for the big three. Yeah, that league of retired players. Yeah, which apparently Joe Johnson is dominating this year because really? he just retired. Yeah, I just I just saw something about that. Another ex hawk, Josh Smith, got like ejected from his first ever big three game the other night. He got into a fight with I forget who it was, but the other player <laughs> had been tra- his training for MMA. Because he wants to make his MMA debut <laughs> next year, <laughs> so people are like, "Josh, you picked the wrong guy." <laughs> yeah, and there's video of this guy training, and he yeah, looks he, in really good shape uh, still, and 
You're going to get your ass kicked, Josh. Yeah, yeah, Josh looks a little pudgy now. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. But yeah, we could be in the big three, probably. I went to the championship game of that last year. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it was in Barclay Center because my wife got free tickets through a former coworker because her dad, her former coworker's dad is like the tour manager of that. And like, yeah, Ice Cube was there because it's like his thing. It's his thing, yeah. And uh, it was fun. It's like a weird half court game where it's a bunch of old guys playing. Yeah. But hey, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Play on TV? Yeah. What channel is that on? Like ESPN2 or something mm-hmm. like that. It's like a. It's not like every game's on TV, but they show it from time to time. Yeah. Well, it's nice for those old guys. Hey, you know, they're still collecting checks and doing something. Yeah. If there can be an XFL, why can't there be a a big three, an alternative basketball league of some kind? Speaking of XFL, we never addressed this, but the American Alliance of Football that we talked about a while ago, that went out of business a while ago. Yeah. No one noticed. Yeah. Well, I feel like, uh, yeah, I remember hearing... We talked about it one week, and yeah. then I think it was gone. Yeah. Like, literally, that probably that same week, they're like, oh, we can't cat, we can't uh, fill, like, uh, sign any of your checks. Like, they couldn't pay the players. Yeah. yeah. They just ran out of money. Damn. Yeah, that wasn't the real thing. They couldn't yeah. pay their players after the first week. Yeah. Um, but who? maybe the XFL will... Uh, Get a foothold in as as a new alternate football league. Is that coming back or? Yeah, yeah next year, yeah. I believe, or next year in two years or something like that. Yeah, but I think that I don't know, man. Like, because the little bit of I saw the American football conference, whatever it was. Like, I think when people watch college football, like if you love college football, not necessarily because of the skill level of the players, but just because of everything about it, the you pageantry. know, yeah. Yeah. And just like the rivalries the and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it sounds lame, but that's true. true. That's like why I like it. Yeah. But then these, like these secondary leagues are just like, Oh, this is just like shitty. Like these guys are bad. Like they couldn't make it in the NFL, but, uh, sure. They're better than, college players but like this isn't good it's not a good product you there's know? no tradition there there's nothing yeah. that grass holds on like i have friends who didn't go to big college school or big colleges or like football schools or anything that like don't get into college and they're like right i don't understand how you like it it's just bad football if i'm gonna watch it i'd rather yeah. watch the nfl which is good but but i think the the badness of the college football is what makes it fun. That's yeah. why you can have insane plays. Exactly. You can have like these really cool runs and right. you know, interceptions that turn yeah. into like these amazing things. Whereas the NFL I find boring and kind of watered mm-hmm. down, or it's like, we're doing it by the book. We're gonna run the ball. Right. And, we're gonna do it. and it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I find like, it more boring. Yeah, because I mean I definitely know people who made that argument who are like, Oh, I don't give a shit about college football because I want to watch the best play, which I get. But then this alternatively gives you neither what exactly. like doesn't give you what you get from college football and doesn't give you what you get from the NFL. It's like, I don't know. And I will say basketball is the opposite where it's like college basketball is way worse than the NBA. Yeah. And it's sometimes hard to watch. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, XFL just gives people who like violence more violence. <laughs> yeah, I think that's their main and, marketing uh, strategy. And uh, skimpy. Oh. 
So if like Vince McMahon likes in like yeah. the early two thousands, the XFL had like the really skimpy dressed cheerleaders, right? Yep. But now that we're in twenty nineteen and the envelope has been pushed so much further, are they just gonna have like people fucking on the sideline? <laughs> I don't know. We'll Sponsored see what Vince McMahon wants. Yeah, yeah. Bazungas dot com. <laughs> Your Pornhub cheerleading squad. Yeah, whatever Vince wants, you know. That's a sick phrase. <laughs> whatever Vince wants. I want you to. Uh, I'm not even going to get into what I assume his sexual proclivities are. We'll get Matt J back on the show and yeah. Matt J Weir and he'll he'll tell us for real. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's fuck. Oh, he told me one story. I probably shouldn't say cuz I'm going to paraphrase it. But it involved a certain person who might or might not be super high up at WWE and bathroom stuff in the hotel room. Ooh. Maybe this person was mentioned within the last 30 seconds. Maybe not. This person's into into poop stuff. Maybe, maybe not. Uh-oh. Well... Well, we'll, we'll never know who we'll Kevin's leave, talking about. We'll leave that sure. up for you to interpret however you interpret that however however you, you think. Yeah. You know, we can't tell you what to do. No. Well, we can, but we choose not. But to. we choose not to because <laughs> we're respectful. Um, but yeah, the draft was was crazy. A lot of a lot of cool things and fun things happen. I'm excited for the season to start again uh, next year. Free Anybody, agency starts in a week. So there's gonna be a lot of shit. season, right? What's that? Anybody's season. There's no like front runner this time. No, no probably not. not. Maybe really. yeah, it'll depend on some of the free agents, but otherwise, yeah, it'll be wide open. The Warriors are decimated. I so. think if Kawhi resigns with Toronto, which he turned down the the option on his contract, which means he's a free agent, but he's saying that doesn't mean he's leaving. He's saying I there's this high possibility I might resign with Toronto. I think if he goes back to Toronto, I think they become the favorites again just because They've proven they can do it. Yeah. And then probably behind them will be Milwaukee, maybe. Yeah. The, the East is looking strong. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'm definitely excited to watch some Hawks games this year. I'm like, I'm committed to try to see as much yeah. Hawks. Yeah. I think it'll can. be like Lob City, yeah. East Coast version. And they'll probably still be bad. Like, they'll probably still oh, have yeah. lots still of turnovers young. and bad defense, yeah. but it'll they'll just be, like, flying all over the place. It'll just be trying to outscore them. Yeah, exactly. So it'll be it'll be fun that yeah. way. So that that was, like, the draft. Free agency starts up in a week. We'll see what happens then when that goes down. But Yeah, and I, I know I said this last week, but now we're officially in the dog days of summer, and I can really say that. Um, in New York because I've had multiple days since last week where I have sweat my fucking dick off. Oh, yeah. It's so fucking humid, and it's only getting, like, we're just barely getting into it now. We're like, the humidity is just off the charts. Yeah, it's I love bad. how it, it rains for 10 minutes. Yeah. And then it's just a and, sauna. Yeah. Stuck with that humidity stuck in between buildings. Just yeah, exactly. An oven. Yeah, it's insane. Um, yeah. you know, I'm not really built for that because it's bad in Georgia where we're from. Yeah, but down there because buildings aren't from the 1800s. Yeah, there's central AC everywhere, right. and everybody's. We're here it. in there's... my apartment. I don't have AC. Yeah, <laughs> and there's tons of trees in Atlanta to absorb mm -hmm. some of the heat. Mm -hmm. and... You're not waiting on public transportation. Well, I mean, some people are, but not 
most people, most people yeah. get in your car. Right. And even if you don't have AC in your car, you roll down that window and that yeah. breeze feels good. Yeah. Not so much here. Yeah. You go from the muggy sidewalk down into the muggy subway. You get in a freaking subway car that doesn't have air conditioning. I, mean, I, I do remember, beautiful. though, driving my car in Atlanta because I drove a car or two that had no AC. And that was rough. Yeah, that's not pleasant either. The breeze is nice, but when you're sitting at a stoplight, oh yeah, Ooh, yeah. or when you first get in, Ooh, I had yeah. one car with sitting like all day, black yeah. leather interior. Ouch! It was like yeah. an old Honda. It was not good. Ain't no good. It yeah. wasn't happy Honda days for you. <laughs> no, it's not. The other thing about New York City right now, when it gets like this, is that uh, all that garbage like cooks yeah and so it smells real good everywhere you go mm-hmm. dude it's the city stinks like shit man <laughs> <laughs> all you smell is like either piss or weed yeah that's like the good smell you'll be right like, oh it's the reprieve from i recognize all the, that one that's from a good, all the that's a better one yeah that's associated with happy memories <laughs> uh but yeah it's uh the, the city's I think it's bad. Yeah, it's it's a little yeah, bad. I think you might be right about that. But with the dog days and like the lull in 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 sports and other things that happen, you have to turn to alternative shows. And I, for yeah. one, tuned in to watch the show Holy Moly, <laughs> the Steph Curry putt putt extreme putt putt mini golf show. And boy, is it stupid as fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's uh. It's literally. Basically, the way he describes it, because he opens the show up and he's uh, sitting in a living room wearing like a smoking jacket and like uh, uh, he's got like a fo- like a stuffed fox and a fireplace. Sounds like all his Richie brother Rich. Gregory might have set this up. Yeah, Gregory I, may have set this up. This has got Gregory written all over <laughs> it. And he introduces the show and talks about how it's like the best mini golfers around the country are going to compete in the most extreme course. And as he's talking and doing this, you you learn, oh, this guy's like the opposite of charismatic. I was gonna say, because uh, I've never fun s- to listen to. Yeah, I'm like he doesn't seem to be bringing much to the table in that department. No. And then the hosts is our our Joe Tessitore, who I guess must have done something wrong because he was like an actual play by play guy, and now has been brought to this. And uh, Rob Riggle, who's always fun. Yeah. And doesn't get annoying. No, he certainly hasn't overstayed his welcome at all. (laughs) He's never turned down a job, folks. Rob Riggle. God bless him. And then the contestants, it's like they tell him, like, hey, get a shtick and just make that your thing. So there was a guy who was a lumberjack and dressed up like a lumberjack and had a big beard. And there was a guy who wore who was uh, Jared Gustafson. I wrote him down because he was quite the character. He's the unicorn. And he wore like a unicorn onesie. Dude, I swear all these ABC shows are all produced by the same group of idiots. Yep. He called himself the Kobe Bryant of mini golf, which I guess means he's raped someone. I have, I... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he said that. Maybe he's like, I'm a Kobe Bryant of mini golf. And they were like, OK, cut. And he's like, I've raped someone. <laughs> Because yeah. Kobe did, and uh, of all the professional athletes to choose, you know, Shaq was also on those Lakers teams. Do you yeah. can just say that? Yeah, you can you say, say Shaq. Shaq. 
You could say you Michael could say, Jordan. Yeah, you could say anybody. You could say LeBron. Yeah. He's also a Laker now. Yeah. Nope. Kobe. Uh, Jared didn't win. I'll get I'll, I will say that, but it's it's insane. In the show there was a moment where Steph flew in in a helicopter. <laughs> Uh, it landed there because uh, one of the challenges is a long hole where the the contestants who are because it's like two golfers go head to head per hole and it's like it's kind of like wipeout like that old show wipeout where there you could fall into the water and yeah. get knocked off with a windmill or some du- there was a lady who couldn't get through the windmills she got knocked into the water like three times <laughs> and it was pretty funny Wait, uh, that was an ABC show too yeah right it feels like so wipeout like with mini golf the same like set I think so mini golf thing on and it and they just like put walls around it that was the gong show yep. and then the- yeah. But there's a there's a moment where uh, in this head to head competition, Steph flies in on a helicopter and he's in his golf outfit because he's a big golfer. And the mini golf people get to choose whether Steph makes the long he hits the ball to the where the hole is. And it's like a long way across the water. They get to choose if Steph does it for them or a robot who swings a golf club. Mm. And the robot did better. Because well, one yeah, person like, chose Steph and one person like, chose the robot. It's like, what evidence has Steph Curry ever provided that he might be good at golf? Yeah. Right. If it was Steph shoot this three-pointer or a robot, I'd be like, yeah, Steph, yeah. please. <laughs> but Then there was another hole. This one was like the breaking point for my wife and me at this point with the show, where it was the in the hole you got distracted. And the distraction was that Kenny G came out and played saxophone in your face <laughs> while you tried to putt the ball. So they're just stealing the idea of like a psych out from basketball. Basically, it's basketball, yeah. but mini golf. Yeah. And I didn't even finish the episode. I don't know who ends. It was a lumberjack versus some lady in the end, and I didn't watch it. And you get to the winner, I think, at the end, the winners get to go uh, to Mount holy moly and then whoever conquers mount holy moly wins they must sacrifice their firstborn at the top of mount holy moly <laughs> to please steph curry so yeah steph is doing great for himself i guess i'm glad he got that ep cred yeah he, yeah he even joked about like you know a lot of people say uh i'll just make the one celebrity cameo at the beginning of the show and that'll be it but you'd be wrong i'm gonna make a celebrity cameo at the end of the show too and i was like all right cool and he came out in the middle of the show. Yeah. And he was interacting with Rob Riggle because Rob Riggle was the face of the robot and it was not good. Yeah, I bet. Because, um, again, Steph has zero charisma yeah, like, <laughs> whatsoever. I, I wonder how he chose this project or whatever. Like, he must have a business manager or something who's like, yeah, goes out and is like, I don't know, sets up these deals for him or something. I mean, good for him, I guess, but. I guess. It's not that great. Yeah. And I know it's like you love golf, so like Does he love golf? He really does. He's obsessed with golf. Uh true rich kid. <laughs> a lot of the NBA guys are into it now, but it's like if you're just gonna be getting like golf gear out of this, like just play in a celebrity golf tournament. Like I don't I don't Yeah, well it's like you're so rich already too. I'm like <laughs> How much money did you make from Holy Moly season one? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's that's my. It yeah. always seems so random what these athletes decide to do with all this money. Because LeBron James did that million dollar mile thing. 
but I missed that completely. I did not watch it. I remember seeing all the commercials for it, but I didn't see it at all. Yeah, who are the people that are trying to get all these guys to like, because it doesn't seem to be working very well. And that must have been a one-off, because I never saw, like, I know this is set up to be like a weekly thing with different contestants. Yeah. But that LeBron one just kind of went away. Yeah. And LeBron's got the shop. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which did... is slightly more like... But that's kind of interesting to yeah, it's, hear him it's, shit talk stuff. Yeah, it's just like dudes talking about stuff in our world. I don't know. Yeah. Like more insidery and... Yeah, that's a better product than Holy Moly. I'll go out on a limb. Yeah. Having seen neither, <laughs> I'll say that that's... I've, I have The watched, Shop is basically one of his... one shop episodes. Yeah. It's basically his podcast. Yeah, it's but his it's just podcast, filmed. but it's, it's filmed okay. and it's highly edited. Yeah. Like they, they probably chop down like an hour and a half to twenty minutes. They probably say a lot of shit about people. It's like we can't yeah, publicly yeah. put that out there, man. Yeah, take that out. But yeah, holy moly, check it out if you're um I don't know. If you're trying to If it's four twenty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did watch some of the gong show. I will with Mike Myers as that oh, character. Yeah, that's right. I watched an episode of that. Yeah. I, pr- I probably made you watch it, right? Yeah, I mean, I remember you you were into it a little bit. I just it was a good late night viewing after you've had some diet Pepsis, maybe yeah. had a couple uh clove cigarettes, sure. you know. It's a fun watch. I mean, that's how that's how those these things normally get yeah. going. Real quick, uh I want to touch on uh the US women continue rolling on in the World Cup. They beat Spain yesterday. They're in they're playing France on Friday in the quarterfinals and that's basically going to be the game of the Women's World Cup tournament. That's what everyone wanted the finals to be cuz it's the two best teams. So is this but it's not the finals on Friday, right? No, it's the quarterfinals. Quarterfinals. But they're saying that this is potentially the finals cuz they're the two best teams in the world wow. playing each other. Wait, who who's the other one? France and the France. US. France. And France that country on the other side of the ocean. Yeah, Jimmy. I think I heard of it. Yep. <laughs> Time or two. <laughs> but the U.S. women are rolling right along. The men are rolling r- rolling right along in their gold cup, which is uh, the North American tournament that's happening right now. CONCACAF. CONCACAF, yes. My I'm shitty sorry. El Salvador. God bless you, Kevin. CONCACAF. My shitty El Salvador squad is hanging in there. They play tonight. I'll be running home after this to... Well, I won't be running home, but I'll be going home to watch this. Who are they playing? I don't run. Who do they got? They got Honduras. Okay, a little Central American showdown. Yeah, here. a little shithole versus shithole. I can say that because I'm from there. You hear that, Mr. President? <laughs> you hear that, President Trump? I know you're listening. Uh, but yeah, soccer's going on. And then South America, the Copa America tournament's going on, which is the South American Championships. And that's been exciting, and it's going to get better because they're getting out of the group stage. But I think before we go to break uh, in a little bit, as promised, we should get into our last week. We were talking about slobs in baseball. Oh, yeah. Let me pull up. And we put to, uh, list of I know we put together some some slob teams as promised. Uh, and just to be clear, just to put it out there in case any people listening are getting a little riled up, slob doesn't mean. You're a thick boy. You can still be like not thick and be a slob. Slob sure. is like there's like an aura about you. There's right. Something 
it's not beyond all, that. It's not all about size. Yeah, we're not fat shaming. Yeah. You're just dirty. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> There's like a slobbiness to you. That's what that's what this is. So just to be clear, because I don't want to get letters yeah. about fat shaming. We're not doing that. Slobs I want are different. letters, though, so I'm going to say, for me, it's mostly about fat shaming. Okay, well. There's, yeah, there's a Look, and I'm not going to lie. There's some thick boys. A lot of thick boys yeah. on my list. Yeah. But there's other things. But I'm a thick boy, so I'm a, it's, it's I'm not a, fat shaming for I'm me. I'm a little husky chunk as well. Yeah, so, so you know. And so I, you can't send and me And Kevin letters. is getting stronger and stronger because he's going to the gym, and mm-hmm. you're just getting... Just ripped. I'm getting absolutely fucking yoked, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, thinking about all this, too, and thinking about how we're all alphas, mm-hmm. I came up with this new phrase that I really like called alpha slobs. Oh, yeah. And I think that's a lot of these guys on these... this list are alpha slobs. Alpha Definitely. Slobs. Yeah. Alpha slobs, hunky chunkers. <laughs> Either way. Hunky chunkers. <laughs> It sounds like a Klondike bar or right? something. <laughs> it's like a delicious ice cream treat for the yeah. summer. <laughs> Who ate all the hunky junkers? <laughs> all right, shall we get into it? Um, do you want to do you want to go through positions? You want to start with pitchers? I'm curious. Sure. We haven't seen each other's lists. Yeah. So I'm curious to see if we overlap. And I have some backups in case, just if we have like the same guy. I'm sure there's a decent amount of We're, overlap. Oh, I imagine there's going to be a lot of overlap, yeah. but that's because um, it is who it is. Yeah. So let's start with pitcher. Let's okay. start with the pitcher, the guy that leads it all. Yeah. So David Wells, I had written down, obviously, because he's the one that the genesis of all this. Right. Uh, he's like the king of the pitching slobs but to get away from david wells i uh put down and this was a suggestion from our good friend jamal sadeu on twitter bartolo cologne mm. yeah one of the greats who hit, pitched well into his 40s mm-hmm. yeah yeah and it's a major slob major slob uh quite large a couple years ago when he was still pitching on the mets he was huge and he hit a home run yeah and he was like, just watching that guy like run around the bases was just like, this guy, this is a professional run athlete. in quotes. Yeah. <laughs> also, with my slobs, I think they all dip, which is really like one of the foulest things to me. Yeah. yeah. And that's Very why gross. you immediately make the list if you're like a dipper. Yeah. Um, but who'd you have as pitcher? So I had a couple of pitchers. Yeah, there's um, a few of them. So. Uh, so the one, the sort of deep cut one. That I was, I was like, oh, I totally forgot about this guy, but I, I remember him from then. Uh, former Chicago White Sox closer that won the World Series back in 2005. Guy named Bobby Jenks. Uh-huh. Mm. His name was Bobby Jenks, which is already just, I don't A know. There's great some, name. <laughs> yeah. There's just something about that name. And he was like a dominant closer for them for a couple years. Huge boy. Um, and I remember somebody telling me, and I don't know where they got this, is probably not true, but they're like, that guy can barely read. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, somebody was telling me he was like one of the dumbest players in baseball. I don't know. I found a picture of him here with a pink goatee. Nice. There, there you, you go. go. For, so, uh, yeah. If we're going to go closer to, because I didn't write that down, my nominee would be Brian Wilson. Of yes. the Giants with a huge beard. Yeah. Because that beard was gross. From was, I've heard it smelled bad. 
Like he, I've heard teammates were complaining about how bad it smelled. Yeah. So it was gross, and he was just kind of a creep too. Yeah. He's weird. he was like a creep slob. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's various types of slobs. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Uh, and you had a. You said you had another one. Uh, I had a few. I guess. I also uh, for pitcher I had uh, Fernando Valenzuela. Yeah. Um, just a round guy, great haircut, and he was so dominating for that brief. Few Fernando years. Mania. Yeah. So he's just like a character that lives on forever, a slob legend. Honorable mention for me, Levon Hernandez. Yeah. For the Marlins and the Nationals eventually. Yeah, he got real hefty. Yeah, and he would spit a lot too, and it yeah. was sick. All right, let's go to... Did you have one, Kevin? Sorry. I got a couple. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't prepare as much, but I think we got a shout out. Oh, C-C- yeah, yeah. CC Sabathia. Yes. CC. Yep. Who's Another one who doesn't button his uniform. Yeah. He leaves it all undone like David Wells. Yeah. And then... Like, Come on, have some respect. Mm-hmm. Put on your uniform. Yeah. I don't know if we should include him in this position, but I know he played this position for some of his career, so uh, Babe Ruth. Yeah. The I original. had him in the outfield uh, yeah. as a potential outfielder, but yes, definitely. He's like the old OG slob. He's the OG slob. And in yeah. doing my research for this... Uh, I was unaware of this, but in 2018, he was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom by our dear leader. Man, Trump's giving out that medal to (laughs) so many fucking heroes, you know? It's almost like somebody just, he asked for a list of, like, famous guys. I don't know, like, who hasn't won it? And he's like, Babe Ruth doesn't have a presidential medal yeah. of freedom well let's get into the catcher role now oh man this is chock full of slobs yeah i so i had darren dalton but if we didn't want to make fun of the dead i had uh nominated mike napoli who also had oh, a huge yeah. beard and was kind of gross with that red Sox team yeah and the rangers later yep he was good um i actually didn't get any catchers on my list i realized it's major oversight by it's me okay um, I mean, just off the top of my head, I'm like, because I didn't, I'm like thinking, because there's, maybe there aren't as many slobs. There weren't catchers. as many as, I had a hard time with it. I had to like, like Napoli came into my head, but I was like, he's, it's kind of gross, but there's got to be more. And it was, it was not yeah. really. Because they're kind of the, they're kind of the cops of baseball. Yeah, they really are. Because <laughs> Like that happened. There was a fight the other, almost a fight, because last night in the Braves game, because Tyler Flowers was being a cop, because the guy was like showing up his pitcher after a home run. Because even Pudge Rodriguez, if you look at it, he's not that slobby. He's like a clean cut, you know, just kind of pudgy, but he's like, yeah, in pretty good shape. Then we should throw in Yogi Berra. Yeah. Yogi Berra qualify. For that era, that era, like all of them were slobs. Yeah, but yeah. we can throw him in. I think right. he should qualify too because he said so much dumb shit. Yeah, that that's a slob quality in a way. Well, let's go ahead and move on to first base where there's a lot of them. I think yeah. John Cruck is the king of the everything. Sure. Yeah. yeah, but the guy I put down, I put him down because he's also a shithead who I despise and mm-hmm. will go to my grave hating, and that is one Mister Kent Herbeck of the Minnesota Twins. Oh, okay. he's big time slob. Yeah, he's a piece of shit yeah. too. He threw Ron Gant off the base, and they called Gant out oh, in that World shit. Series, and I will I never forgive him for that. Yeah. Uh, I've got Adam Dunn. Yep. Remember him? Oh, yeah. Giant, big, massive dude. guy. Big dude. Who would either hit like a 600-foot home run or strike out 
And I don't mean big in like the chubby sense. I mean like he's like a he was like six six giant. Yeah, like a monster, just a massive human being who could crush the fuck out of it. But he'd hit like two twenty five with like forty five homers. Kevin, do you have any first baseman? First baseman. uh, I'm looking around. This one is a little, little light on the slobs, but I'm sure. Uh, the opposite of a slob, John Allerud. Yeah. King nerd of baseball. <laughs> yeah. He's in the nerd category, the noodle nerd. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he had a reason for wearing that helmet all the time, right? Or yeah, was, probably. Like, yeah, I think he had some kind of head injury or something. He had yeah. soft forehead. Oh, this is a good <laughs> slob. Soft forehead. I think, I think Jeff Bagwell. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. one for sure. That, that that's a good one. Well, like that stance, his batting stance alone makes him a slob. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I feel like he always had a massive wad of chew he did. in his mouth too. He definitely did. Him and Craig Biggio were both kind of slobby. Yeah, just so like Craig was like spit. a little little guy, but little slob. Yeah, he, he was, was like a, a little, little slob, slob, but he was like dirty. Like he, he oh, never he was always dirty. Cleaned his helmet, dirty helmet, and dirty just uniform. like spit just dribbling out of his mouth. And at he was all a catcher, times. so you could put him in the catcher category. Yeah, and uh. Biggio or Bagwell? Bagwell. Yeah. And my favorite slob, Big Poppy. Yeah. Yeah. Even though sure. he's he's down, he's not out. No, but yeah, he can definitely be in I there. He was he, great. I, actually, he might not be a slob. I'm not sure. He's kind of on the fence. He's on I was the, on the fence with him. but Yeah, he's on the fence because he is a hefty boy, but he also was like a dapper. Right. He's very like, dapper. Yeah. So maybe I'll revoke that. Okay. All right. We go to second base. It got kind of tough. This guy might not be a total slob. I, I think he is because of the the chewing tobacco and everything. But I had Dan Ugla. Oh, yes, my second yeah. Baseman. Yeah. There's not a lot sure. of slobby second basemen. They're usually kind of the lean, clean cut yeah. dudes. But Dan Ugla was the only one I could come Definitely. up with. Definitely. Um, I remember when the Braves got Dan Ugla and he had been pretty successful with the Marlins. I remember reading about him and he, him saying his... Uh, approach at the plate was just to stay dumb <laughs> and uh that's uh, that's how it went that says a lot that says a lot about his time with the braves uh any other second baseman because i know this one was like a tough one to find yeah anything. i didn't have any second base i'll throw biggio back out there, there you go for that yeah because yeah. he played yeah. all over the place yeah all right shortstop uh i also had a that's tough a time tough one to find so juan uribe was the only one oh yeah wow. that i could think of i forgot that he even played shortstop yeah he had like a gut he, well he he started at shortstop and yeah. eventually ended up at like first base at first base yeah. but he was another big time tobacco yeah vomiter because there's yeah. like photos of him that like are <laughs> sick with like in his beard just like a slobby dude yeah <laughs> Kevin, any no, short no shortstops. Those are tough. Mind. And then third base, we have a few different options. Yeah, uh, I went with a more modern player just because, just to switch it up. I went with uh, the L.A. Dodgers' own Justin Turner. Oh yeah, who has like the Amish beard and yeah. the long red hair mullet. He looks like a Game of Thrones character yes. a little bit. Yes. Yeah, he's a little slobby boy. Yeah, for sure. That's base. a good present day one. Um, of course, there's Pablo Sandoval. Yep, Kung Fu know. Panda. Yeah, we talked about him last week. That's kind of it for me on third base. Yeah, I don't think I'm looking like I don't think I could. You could put Manny Machado in there. Nah, I don't think he qualifies. He's more of like a. a and Terry Pendleton, even though he's a big boy, I didn't. I wouldn't qualify him as a slob. I mean, honestly, thinking about it now, you could almost put Chipper in. The slob I was going to say I was considering yeah. Chipper and Josh Donaldson. Ooh, yeah. Josh Donaldson definitely. Yeah, Chipper. 
I think is on the bubble, but I think he's a slob. Yeah, definitely. And I'm looking now. This one, uh, you know, R.I.P. But I don't know if you call him Ken Caminiti. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> shit. I don't know what you call that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's kind of like a pro wrestler. A pro wrestler yeah, yeah, became a exactly. baseball player. That was like the he was the embodiment of the steroid era. Yeah, he definitely was. Yeah. Uh, so we work our way to the outfield. Uh, we'll start with center field, I guess. I got Lenny Dykstra. Yeah, that's a good one. That's he's a, yeah. the grossest. Center field's another tough position to find slobbier guys in. I feel like yeah, it's such an athletic position. So I didn't really, I didn't have any. That's why I had Lenny. He's it, kind of athletic, but he's always dirty. Yeah, he's always spitting tobacco. I'd put Kirby Puckett in that's there. That's a good one. Yeah, and maybe Andrew Jones. Like yeah. a later Andrew Jones. The later yeah, Andrew later. Jones, yeah, because he was hefty, but he could still play. Yes. He could still play. Uh, other than that, yeah, no, there's... Left field, uh, I had an easy time with this. Manny Ramirez. Oh, yeah. The gross helmet, the yeah. dreadlocks, yeah. unbuttoned uniform, tobacco. Yep. Slob. He kind of checks all the boxes yeah. for slob. He was on that Boston team and with slobs. Yeah, and he's also like a legendary great. Amazing makes, hitter. Yeah, he's yeah. like so good. Um, I got a legendary great. This is maybe my personal favorite slob, the late great Tony Gwynn. Oh yeah, um, mm. one of the greatest hitters of all time. Yes, uh, just an amazing guy. Um, he was like kind of like a nerd. He's like a slob nerd kind he of. Because if you like listen to him talk, he sounds like like a high school math teacher or something. But then he just had like a huge gut. But he was also like one of the greatest hitters ever, most consistent. So that's a, Tony Gwynn's up there, there for go. me. I miss him. I wish he's still with us. But, you know. Well, I'm going to go way back and say Heine Manoush. <laughs> yeah, I saw this list too. <laughs> you saw this? Yeah. I'm just looking at old baseball. Lefty O'Doul, right, guys? Oh, sure. Sherry McGee. <laughs> Uh, and then we go right field. I had Babe Ruth, but then honorable mention, I had two, which we, we can move Babe Ruth out of there. Jason Worth, ooh, when he yeah. looked like Jesus, when he I grew out his hair and all Jason that. Worth. And also Vlad Sr., Vladimir Guerrero Sr. He had yeah. the dirty helmet as well. That's right. And the dirty bat. Yeah. Jason Worth always reminded me, again, of a wrestler, that wrestler, The Edge. Yeah. You guys remember yeah, The Edge? Yeah, looked I, like Edge. I was like, you look like yep. your yeah. Edge. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's a great pick. Yeah, I don't have a specific right fielder. Um, I had yeah Babe Ruth in there. Throw Ryan Klesko in there. Yeah, Ryan Klesko. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah. Uh. Oh. Daryl Strawberry. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely Daryl. Yeah. Yeah, the rare like slender slob. Yeah, but he yeah. was a slob. He was <laughs> he a was... drug-addled yeah. slob. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. Jose Canseco qualifies. Yeah, I think he does. Yeah, I think once he's a, a Roy oh, slob. And I got one more good one. It's definitely a slob. Lance Berkman. Oh, yes. Ooh, yeah. Yes. But yeah, with that, that'll conclude our, our slobs. Uh, make sure you share more with us. And uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Yeah, I'm a slob head, baby. I've been a slob head all my life. Just ask my jackass children or my Down in the dirt, it'll 
What's up, Surfs? We're back. And uh, we, we've we lined up an amazing interview right now. Yeah, this is this is a big one, guys. I mean, look, uh, again, I know we say this every week. We got you another big one, but we never lie. Yeah, it's not a ghost this time. Yeah. And while it may not seem like it's a sports-related one, you'll be surprised at oh, yeah. how sports-heavy this interview is. Yeah. Uh, we have here with us not a slob. Not at all. Well, or well, a little bit. Maybe. Uh, we'll see. And uh, one of the Democratic candidates uh, running for president again, we have here with us crazy Bernie Sanders. Oh, thank you, Diego. Thank you, James. And let me just say thank you for saying my full entire <laughs> given name, crazy Bernie Sanders. And thank you for letting me be here. In the beautiful sportatorium, I must say I am not a fan of ornate architecture, but what you've done here is absolutely stunning. Yeah, Bernie, I, I call you crazy just out of love, just as, as a joke. You're a great man. I don't think you're crazy at all. So, you know, I just want you to know. Yeah. I'm not crazy, I, but I, what I am crazy about is getting the best possible deal for the American people. Yep. Uh, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for being here. Bernie, thanks for your kind words about the Sportatorium. It's uh, absolutely my honor to be here and to be able to speak to the American people about about sports and about other things that affect their daily lives. Yeah. Now, Bernie, you were, you were born in Brooklyn. That's right. Um, 1941. Were you a Dodgers fan? Absolutely, James. And I appreciate you asking me this because I was a Dodgers fan The Brooklyn Trolley Dodgers, as they were called when I was a boy. <laughs> and as a boy, I did dodge trolleys all over Brooklyn. And I would like to also say, part of my plan when I am elected president is to make the New York Mets a federally owned, state-owned organization owned oh, by the state. Really? Yes. Wow. That's, that could help them out, maybe. Yeah, that's that might be just what they need. I think it is. But let me get back to your question. <laughs> And just say, I would like, I as a boy in Brooklyn, I played stickball all over Flatbush sure. Avenue, all yes. up and down. We'd, uh, we'd play a stickball game, and it would gradually go all the way down to the water, then back up Flatbush <laughs> Avenue. And we would end up back in, uh, in, my, in my neighborhood with my beloved mother and father. Uh, I'm going to ask Amazing. you, like, kind of a dumb question here, and this is, like, me being completely honest. I didn't grow up in New York. I am from another country. What exactly is stickball? Is it just baseball played with a stick and a rock, or is there are there different rules? Because I see black and white photos, and I, or and I don't know. Let me be very clear, Diego. Yes, please be stick clear. Stickball, stickball officially is baseball with a stick between two row houses to where there are stoops on either side. Stoops are off limits, and the ball. It's just a regular rubber ball. Oh, okay. So it's a it's a ball. It's not a rock. It's not a rock. No, that Got would it. be inhumane. <laughs> okay. Um, Thank you, Bernie. This is kind of a weird question, but who who would you call the one percent of sports? I think that's a great question, James. And let me just say, I think the one percent are the owners of these sports teams because. They are not doing any of the hard work. They are not going into the concession stands and yelling, hot dog, get your hot dog, 
which as a boy was my dream profession. It didn't work out, so I had to get into politics, but I wanted I wanted to be a hot dog vendor. Yeah. They are not doing that. They are not playing the game. They are not cheering from the stands. <laughs> They're not doing any of the work. No. So they are the 1% of sports, the owners, and perhaps the advertisers as well. Mm, yes, good point. And this yeah. will all be fixed when the Mets are returned rightfully to the state. Do you think all teams should eventually be owned by the federal government? Only the New York Mets. Okay. Yeah. So you'd want the te- the Mets to sort of be like the Packers, who I believe, isn't it like owned by fans or whatever? Or or like, yeah, or yeah, in Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Or it, and maybe too, it's sort of like a um, like a Freddie Mac kind of thing, or or one of or like the auto bailout where the government has to come in and be like, we're gonna run things for you guys. That's exactly you, right. That's what we need like to that. do with the Mets. Okay. But not the Knicks. What about the Knicks? Because they're another local team for you that are terrible and everyone hates that owner who's a one percenter as well. Dolan. Yes, James Dolan. Let me be very clear. I do not like James Dolan. <laughs> Nobody does. Yeah, everybody hates if him. If I'm elected president, we will have him put in prison and killed. <laughs> I think that's music to most New York Knicks yeah, fans' ears. I, I think that's a solid part of your platform there. There are other people who would like to own the New York Knicks, but we are going to have the New York Knicks belong to the Longshoremen's Union. Oh, fantastic. That sounds awesome. Going back to the Mets real quick with your plan, how would you remove people like Bill Maher, who are part owners of that team as well? Don't you think they would give you some resistance if you took away their ownership stakes? Well, that's a great question, Diego, and I'm glad that you asked it because Bill Maher is someone who (laughs) is open to having me on his show from time to time. Yes. But he's also a little bitch. (laughs) I would disagree with you and say he's a big bitch. Well, big bitch, little bitch, we can agree. He's a bitch. That's common ground. Yes, That's common ground. Yes, yes. So if he wants to try to step to me, he could try. Okay. But he, if you're going to step to the king, you better you better not miss. Yeah. True words have never been spoken. So let me be clear and let me go on record. Fuck you, Bill Maher. <laughs> so you grew up playing stickball. Love. I played stickball. Any other sports? Did you participate in anything else when you were in high school or as a youngster? Uh, I, I played tag. Tag, okay. Okay, yes. And that's a sport, I, I guess. Uh, that's a sport. I played the yo-yo. <laughs> and I played hoop and stick as well. Uh, it's no. interesting when we have some of these older guys on, because like Jimmy Carter played peanut ball, that's he told right. us about. Yeah. I did try to play peanut ball with former President Carter down in Georgia. <laughs> it was a game I could not fully grasp. <laughs> Yeah, I, I still yeah. don't understand it, but... Yeah, same here. Hey, it works out in Plains, Georgia, yeah. so... But let me be clear, what unites those of us from Plains, Georgia, and those of us from Brooklyn, and those of us from Vermont, is we all love sports, and we all believe in the fair deal, and having the top 1% play on the first Republicans. <laughs> now, let me ask you, too. Oh, Okay. As as Americans, what's most important to you in this upcoming primary and election? Ooh, uh, I would say like healthcare. 
I think healthcare is like the biggest thing, one of the biggest things that we got to take care of in this country. Yeah, I agree with Diego. Healthcare is really important, and income inequality is a big mm-hmm. problem mm-hmm. too. Hmm. These are two topics I've not really researched much, and I don't. But I will oh, yeah? look into it. Yeah, please do. Oh, yeah, no, I'm being you. sarcastic, of course. Those are the two issues I care very much about. There's a little humor because I know this is a humor podcast. Yes, yes. But also, more importantly, follow-up question to both of you. As Great. Americans, what's your favorite sports team? And follow-up, what's your favorite sex position? Starting with you, James. Okay. Um, well, uh, my favorite sports team, I guess, would be the um, the University of Georgia Bulldogs football team. So my favorite sports team. Thank you. Oof, oof, oof. Thank you, Senator woof, Sanders. Woof, woof. Um, my favorite sexual position is just classic doggy style. <laughs> Dog style's good. Yeah. Doggy style. That's very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Me and Jane, my wife, we partake in doggy style from time to time. <laughs> now it's great. Diego, same question. Okay. Your favorite sports team and your favorite sexual position. I would say for keeping it. Keeping it uh, American sports, I'd say my favorite sports team is the Atlanta Hawks. All right. And uh, favorite sexual position, I would say, is uh, 69. <laughs> you know, dinner for two. <laughs> That's right, dinner for two. Every American. Equality. Equality. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I must tell you, speaking of the Atlanta Hawks, I, as a young civil rights activist, I I worked with Harry the Hawk. Yeah. On the- <laughs> we were both a- a- allies and advocates for civil rights change. Yeah, uh, Harry the Hawk is very famous and I, known for that. Yeah, I'm really glad you brought that up, Senator Sanders, because... In the pantheon of Atlanta civil rights heroes, yeah. Harry the Hawk, sometimes he gets forgotten about gets because there are so many amazing people. Who... And I think that the way I think we have to address the way that the ownership of the Atlanta Braves treated Chief Nakahoma. <laughs> and that's something I'm willing to do on my first day as president of the United States. And whether or not I am elected as a senator, I will work to address these kinds of issues. That's amazing. Well, Senator, you have to answer the question now. Favorite team and sex position. Favorite sexual position. My favorite sports team is the University of Vermont Hilltoppers ladies softball team. Okay, great. And my favorite sexual position is reverse cowgirl. (laughs) That's a great one, too. It is a great one, man. Uh, I respect you so much for that. I respect you, James, and you, Diego. Thank you. The great, terrific work you do that is far too often overlooked in this country because of those in the top 1%. Yeah, and just so you know, I know like this is a very gaudy studio, and we talk about like all the millions we make, but we give back. We, we- donate to... like. A lot of different funds and oh, charities. Yeah. We're giving and we, back. We're trying to give yeah. back to the community. That's wonderful to hear, boys. 
How old are you, two? 12, 13? <laughs> Some people would say I act like a 13-year-old, but uh, I'm uh, 36 years old. Yeah, I'm, I'm 33. Okay. Well, wonderful. You're good young boys. We can vote. You can vote? Yeah, we'll be voting. You could run for president maybe one day. Nope, I wasn't born in this country. Oh, it's a shame. Well, and also, nobody would want me as president. Trust me on that. Well, I'll have to take your word for it. But I appreciate <laughs> the sports lords having me here. It's been a real honor. And thank you for letting me come in before the debate. If you're listening to this on Thursday, there's a debate tonight. It was the day before. I mean, it was, it was yesterday. It was on Wednesday. It was on Wednesday. Yes. So, we'll have so heard you it, probably you for- just saw me. Wipe the fucking floor with John Hickenlooper. With all the other Democratic candidates, uh, if there was a, a boxing tournament between you guys, who would be your number one threat? Who would you be most worried about taking on? Oh, yeah. In a physical boxing match. Yeah, or basketball if you if you don't want to fight. I don't know. No, I'll fight. Oh, yeah, I figured. My biggest threat is Bill de Blasio because yeah. of his long arm. His reach. He's tall. He's tall. And the backup is of course Elizabeth Warren because I would I would not hit her. Yes. But I would allow her to hit me. I'll say, a, sorry. No, go go ahead. Go well ahead. Klobuchar is in the mix too now. She's got some rage. Yeah, she's you know, she's got a violent background. How would you same well, thing you assuming wouldn't... we were in a boxing ring, I would let her own tempo work against her. Okay. I would uh, let her charge at me, mm-hmm. and then I would step out of the way, much like uh, Wiley Coyote. Uh, yeah. And she would fly off the ring and hit her head and die. It's great. Yeah, the Looney Tune <laughs> strategy. I love that you took the Wiley Coyote route and not yeah. the rope dope that Muhammad Ali did. No, absolutely. <laughs> no, Wiley Coyote is sort of who I look up to. Oh, great. In a lot of ways. Yeah, he. Persistent. Yeah. Believes in himself. And I yeah. did, full and, disclosure, I did grow up with Bugs Bunny in Brooklyn. Oh, you did? Really? Bugs Bunny is from, he grew up around the corner from me on East 8th Street in Brooklyn. He's a union member. He worked the docks. <laughs> wow. Oh, is that why I was always asking, what's up, Doc? Because he was talking about his job? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Well, Senator Sanders, thank you so much for coming by. Yeah, it's we been really appreciate it. A true honor to have you here, and uh, we wish you nothing but the best. Yeah, in this uh, run for office again. Thank you very much, Diego. Thank you, James. And we're going to get there to the White House, not me, but us. And when we all get there, we're going to make sure to kill all the rich people, and we're going to murder and humiliate. Humiliate Bill Maher on television. I think that's a platform every American can get behind. I actually think a lot of people would be into that. Let's hope so. Let's hope so, boys. Great. Senator Sanders, thank you again for coming by. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with some dabs. Mic check, mic check. Hold up, hold up. Oh! We're gonna go to the ATL with this shit right here. Turn up, gang, turn up, gang, turn up, gang, gang, And we're back, surfs. That was incredible to have Senator Sanders in here. It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, the the charisma and charm. 
because that's honestly that's what first attracted me to Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. I never paid attention to politics. I don't know anything mm-hmm. about politics. I'm dumb. I'm just a dumb guy. But Bernie Sanders has this overwhelming charisma and his personality is electric. Yeah. Reverse cowgirl. Yeah. Come on. Exactly. Yeah, so that's just, what sucked me he's in. He's just cool. Like, that's yeah. what makes me like him is he's cool and he just seems fun. And yeah. for those of you not in the room, old man smell. Just like you would that, expect. He's got that old that man smell. Old classic There's old like, spice yeah old spice old spice mixed with like an ointment of some yeah. kind yeah so maybe some it's, mothballs in the closet some mothballs some like prescription shampoo so like a familiar grandpa <laughs> scent prescription, <laughs> prescription shampoo <laughs> oh man yeah. yeah a familiar grandpa scent <laughs> again these are these are why People are attracted to him. Yeah. That's why. It's only surface, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. Just like every president, you know? Yeah. But that said, it's time for some dabs. Oh. Yep. We're going to dab on some stuff. Uh, For those new listeners who might just be joining us asking, what's a dab? Well, a dab is when the three of us pick a topic of our own choosing and rant and rave and talk about why it cheeses us off so much. How do we know when a dab starts and ends? You hear the official sound of a dab, which is that, and that's how that's how we do it. So let's get it kicked off right now with Diego. Your dab starts now. Uh, my dab this week is typical fashion. I'm going to dab on a TV commercial. Imagine that advertising. Uh, this week I'm going to dab on a commercial that I keep seeing on Hulu when I watch Hulu. It's for a Toyota Corolla, I believe, the new Toyota Corolla. Uh, the premise of this commercial basically is uh, this couple goes into a car wash and it's one of those slow moving car washes and everyone's watching them with their mouth agape. And at the end, when they come around, they're both getting back into the front seat. The implication being the back seat is roomy enough to fuck in this car. But here's the thing. You're fucking through a car wash. How long do those car washes take? Not very long. So yeah. that guy can't no. do very well. And I doubt that woman had pleasure. Also, is that where these commercials are going now? Like, hey, buy our car. You can fuck in them. They're great. No, thank you. That's insane. This is stupid. Advertising. You suck. You jump the shark. And Toyota, you got dabbed on. Um, speaking of politics, that just makes me, I feel like Trump's going to be like, we're going to have 25% of all American cars are going to be fuckable in. Yeah. By 2025, that's my goal. These little cars, you can't fuck in these little cars. You want to fuck in these big cars. Yeah. He's going to try to get, like, Cadillacs and Buicks. Who likes to fuck in a car other than a teenager? Yeah, seriously. Even then, it's just uncomfortable. Yeah, Yeah, it's just the place that you have you can fuck in. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's a bad... It was weird at first. At first, I didn't notice it. It was like, what was going on there? And then I watched it again. I was like, oh, yeah, they're implying that they're fucking yeah and i was like well maybe she's just going down on him uh, because like i could believe that be would be quick enough but it's like wait why would they get in the back seat yeah it would just stay in the front seat right it's weird it's it's such a weird commercial that look i'm surprised no one's complained about but i'm glad no one has because like get over it but right it's just stupid it's dumb yeah soon they're gonna just have a commercial where guys just getting roadhead <laughs> right and they just show it yeah. He's like, fuck yeah, this rules, my car rules. Okay. You're sucking my dick and I'm loving this ride. 
I'm getting blown and I get 30 miles to the gout. And the sound system rules. Bose keep speakers. S- keep sucking my dick while I drive. I get my dick sucked and answer a phone call hands free. Hello? Yeah, I'm getting my dick sucked. The new GMC Sierra. <laughs> Isn't the GMC Sierra a great car, folks? We love this commercial, don't we? But if you are going to fuck in a car, make sure you get down to Rico's drive through spaghetti for that post-coital meal. Yeah, you're going to want Because you're always going to be hungry. Got to have some post-coital sketty. (laughs) That's a new warm-up. Post-coital sketty. Post-coital sketty. Yeah, there you go. For all you actors out there. Yeah. I know a lot of actors listen before they go into audition. Hashtag that actor's life. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The best hashtag of them all. Um, hashtag set light. Oh man! And guess what? It's time Ooh. for hashtag Jimmy to hashtag dab. Jimmy, your dab starts now. <laughs> All right, guys. This week I'll be dabbing on uh, Cleveland Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield uh, because he this week or last week he started talking shit to current uh, University of Texas quarterback uh, Sam Ellinger or Ellinger, however you say it. Baker Mayfield played at Oklahoma. Uh, they he overlapped briefly with Ellinger. They were both, you know, they were part of a rivalry. But now Baker Mayfield's in the NFL. Why do you give a shit about the state of the University of Texas football program? You're the star of the Cleveland Browns. You're gonna, you know, people love you. You're doing great. Why are you talking about why you hate this this dude who's still in college? Come on, man. Come on, Baker. <laughs> Grow up, dude. You just got damned on. Yeah. Again, like, do you not have anything better to do? Yeah. We know you have better things to do, man. There's NFL guys you should hate. Yeah, exactly. Hate Ben Roethlisberger. Your rivals with the Steelers. Right. Hate him. Yeah. He's pretty hateable. Yeah, he's easy to hate. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's just stupid. It's like I talk shit to, you know, or I'm like, oh, fuck this kid from like a college I don't like, but... I'm also not a quarterback online doing that, and I usually say that to myself because I'm watching the game alone. Exactly. Same uh, here. And then I'll realize, oh, wait, that's an 18-year-old. Yeah. I'm pathetic for just having yeah. said yeah, that. Yeah, and it's also like that guy, <laughs> Ellinger, I watched him play. He's probably not going to go to the NFL. I mean, maybe he is. No. But... Yeah, he might, but he's not like going to be a star or anything. Yeah, so like Baker Mayfield, chill, dude. Yeah. yeah. He's not on your level. Like, I don't know if he's just upset because I think they Texas beat Oklahoma last yeah, year. Yeah. Come on. Again, you're not on the team anymore, yeah. They man. played against each other when, like, Baker was, like, a fifth-year senior. Yeah. And he was, he was like, like, a, like freshman, a freshman. And I think it was, like, a close game. But Oklahoma won. Right. And, look, I get hating your rival. But, again, yeah, come on, man. Yeah. And I know Baker's a hothead. And I kind of like that about him. I like that he's, like, the villain, quote-unquote. Right. And that's, like, a fun thing. But... But yeah, pick a fight with a, a guy in yeah. the same league that you play in. Totally. You know? Anyway. Agreed. Well, without further ado, it's time for me to dab. My dab starts now. Uh, I want to dab on scam jobs. Okay? Now, you might be thinking, what's a scam job? Well, <laughs> let me tell you, because I've come across some of them recently. These are jobs that post online, and then you find out they're just a scam. And we talked about it off mic. Diego has, uh, when he was a young lad, 
went through and trained on one of these for a day where it's really just like they say it's like a marketing job or a copywriting job. It ends up just being you're 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 trying to get people to switch uh, fucking Internet carriers or something. Go door to door. Well, you know what? I went to one of these interviews and I walked in the door and I said, nope, this is a scam. And I walked right back out. So just quit being scams and quit fucking with people. And uh, I don't know. Go go to hell. See you in hell, bitch. Scam jobs you got dabbed on. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Times are tough and it sucks to prey on people who are looking for work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's shitty. There are a lot of scammers out there. Um, yeah, I've been getting these social security scam phone calls like crazy the last few days. Like, come on, guys. Like, if I was 87 and deep into dementia, I probably would have given you my social security number. You'd be clearing out my little nest egg. It's fucked up. It really is. Yeah, quit scamming people and... I don't know. It sucks. The world yeah. sucks dick sometimes, you know? Yeah. It does. It really does. I don't know. When they ask me for my social security number, I'll always like say, and this is my real one, so I write it down. It's like 420 Like 420-69-69-69. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get that? Let me repeat it. But yeah, yeah, I knew these jobs were scams because one I walked walked into and was like, "This is the most scammy look." Like, if you put this in a movie, what I'm looking like, I literally looked at it for like five seconds. I was like, "This is over the top scammy." Like, yeah. there was a guy with like a cheap suit and like a red. He looked like Louis C.K. with hair and fatter, <laughs> and he had a cheap suit and he was like talking to somebody really intensely. And I was like, "This is a scam." This is not a, even if it wasn't a scam, this is not a successful company mm-hmm. at the very least. It's like a rented out building. With yeah, a, it was. It was like one room. A piece like, of paper on the door yeah. that says office. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It sucks. It sucks to prey on, like, again, prey on people's, like, desperation looking for work or prey on, like, poor people who need, who are, trying to get out of their situation and then yeah. you prey on them it's like it's the worst yeah yeah i talked to a girl who like fell for one of those scams once and they like wiped out her savings oh, oh god jesus yeah that's why everyone needs to go to lesco.com we were talking about this look up matthew lesco the guy matthew works. lesco you want a twenty five hundred dollars to buy a new book how about seventy five hundred dollars to build a new shed the government's giving it away yeah, that guy that used to sell his book, uh, who wore the question mark uh, Riddler suit. Yeah. Look him up. He knows what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, the government's giving away he's... free money. And he's on his third freaking wife we looked up before we started recording. Which is usually means... You're you... doing okay. Exactly. Yeah, look at the president. Yeah. Yeah. Doing great. Yep. Um, But yeah, the world does suck dick sometimes, and that's why you've got to go out there and get your dick sucked in the new GMC Sierra, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Just like in the commercial. Just like yeah. in the commercial as you're driving up to Goldman Sachs <laughs> to invest your money because they're not going to take it from you. They're good. They're the good guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so keep that in mind. 
think that's going to do it on another uh, classic episode. How ironic was that Goldman Sachs was our sponsor today and Bernie Sanders was our guest? Yeah. Wow, we didn't even ask him about yeah. that, did yeah, we? How, we how we ironic. It's, I'm actually glad we, we kind of glazed over He missed over that one, that, yeah. Because he, he probably would have Well, it would have been very unwoke in light of their pride sponsorship. If he had... If he had Said anything Dist- negative about them? Yeah. That's true. Then that's we true. could draw the conclusion, oh, he hates gay people. Yeah, that's a good point. So, But he didn't, so maybe yeah. he doesn't. Maybe he maybe doesn't. doesn't. We didn't ask we him straight up. Sure. We don't know. <laughs> he is old. Yeah. Well, maybe Clip. Uh, Bernie. Sorry, yeah. He, he got lost, I guess. Yeah, he just walked by and said He's that. wandering around. He says a lot when he gets nervous, I guess. But uh, yeah, that's going to do it for another classic episode. Um, for any new listeners out there who may have just discovered us uh, on Overcast or any of those other options, thanks yeah. for listening. Make sure you tell people. Uh, please subscribe. Tell people. Please tell people. Please give us a little review and rating if you yeah. don't mind. Only good. <laughs> we need that. We need that. It'll help out. But uh, yeah, spread the word. If you haven't already subscribed, you can find us on any of your podcast providers, including Spotify. So make sure you do that. And um, yeah, we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye, everyone. I'm going to drive you out. Having sex in the car. I can't wait no more. Having sex in the car. Fogging up the windows. Having sex in the car. Let me get you closer. Having sex in the car. to give you the best I'm about to drive you crazy Bill Maher is a little bitch if you're gonna step to the king you better you better not miss <laughs>